0: Hello and welcome back to the 2020 Fever Podcast. I am as always your co host, Brad Tippett.
1: And I am your other co-host, Maya Reeder.
0: We've had a location change, Maya.
1: We are not sitting on the ground. We're You're in st- chairs. We're in chairs. Which is and couches even. An improvement.
0: Wow. It's like a therapy session.
1: Wow, incredible. <laughs> Where we just talk about the twenty twenty elections. I need therapy for that.
0: <laughs> so, Maya, do you know what time it is?
1: What time is it?
0: it's data time
1: (laughs) oh heck yeah
0: because literally everyone freaked out today because a CNN Des Moines Register poll found Pete Buttigieg with a significant jump up to a lead in the poll by a wide margin
1: which is wild
0: yeah And before we get too far into this, Maya, can you confirm I've done like genuine research? (laughs) Oh
1: my gosh! Yeah, he has done genuine research. There is
0: a document that is just taken full of numbers from the poll because the article that I found had a link to just the poll itself, (laughs) like the results of
1: it. Oh boy!
0: So that's super fun. So let's start with the big ticket thing, which is this poll, which was conducted with a sample of 500 registered voters likely to attend the Democratic caucuses in Iowa, and 502 registered Republicans not likely to attend those caucuses. And that poll found that 25% of respondents put Pete Buttigieg as their first choice candidate And 14% put him as their second choice candidate, which means 39% of the respondents had him as either their first or second choice, which is up 21% from the last poll. Yeah. last poll of this series, which was in September.
1: And what, well, who are they polling? Like, is it like a random call poll? Like, what what kind of poll is this? It's a
0: random call poll. So, yeah, Pete Buttigieg at 25%, and then next place in terms of first choices is Elizabeth Warren with 16, um, oh and then Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders are tied at 15% for most of their first choices.
1: So embarrassing thing that just happened to me as I was looking up my uh, information for my segment later is that I forgot Bernie Sanders existed. <laughs> what? <laughs> I forgot Bernie Sanders existed completely. Yep. I, I was looking you up different forgot. people to find out, like, fun anecdotes, fun things I could make up even for the, you know, the segment, and uh, completely forgot Bernie Sanders existed.
0: That's crazy. hmm That's craziness. Anyhow, continue. You <laughs> forgot a
1: whole... Not even... Yeah, like, not, not even, like, a minor candidate. Like, Bernie Sanders. Wow. Okay. Yeah.
0: So we're going to talk about that a little more, but I want to give a couple more numbers, which is... So Elizabeth Warren's combined first and second choice had her at 36 Bernie Sanders combined had him at twenty-eight, and Joe Biden's combined had him at twenty-eight. Which is
1: Wow.
0: So Joe Biden, first choice 15%, second choice 13%. Joe Biden took it is not doing well in Iowa.
1: No. And this is just Food a campaign had a good day today.
0: Good day. Is. Now, keeping in mind this is one poll.
1: Yeah, but it's not like a minor poll. It's not
0: a minor poll, but it is still just one poll. We'll have to see how things shake out after this. Also, something to keep in mind, the next debate is, I was about to say tomorrow, Mm -mm. but it's Wednesday,
1: Mm -mm.
0: because today's only Monday. Things will almost certainly shake up a little after that. So, other names, Julian Castro was at a grand total of 1% combined first and second choices. Andrew Yang, Tom Steyer, Kamala Harris, Cory Booker, and Tulsi Gabbard were all at 3% in terms of first choice. And Michael Bloomberg, who I will remind everyone, has not actually entered the race.
1: Just filed in Alabama. <laughs> Just filed in
0: Alabama. Pulled at 2% for first choice, 3% combined. But I don't really want to talk about that for a second. I want to talk about Pete Buttigieg, who... Seems to be doing exactly what I theorized would happen, which is he's sort of taking Joe Biden's support.
1: He kind of is, which is incredible to watch. Um, whether you like him or not, it's incredible to watch. Um, it's just because it's something that I don't know seemed unexpected. He was basically a political nobody when he started. He was the mayor of South Bend, and here he is with more support in Iowa than the former vice president of the United States. A man who has run for president
0: a few times.
1: Yeah, and Elizabeth Warren, um, a woman with decades of political experience.
0: Yeah, although she is... I don't want to say much closer to him, but it's not much. She's closer to him. She's
1: closer to him, but, like, what's the, what's the difference between them?
0: It is, hold on, I have to do math. In terms of first choice, nine points.
1: That's so many points. Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
0: And the other interesting thing is, there was another question in the poll, which is a traditional poll question, which is, how confident are you that X candidate can beat Donald Trump? And it's split into almost certain to be fairly confident, not very confident, almost certain to lose.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And if you combine those first two, the confident ones, Joe Biden, people, 52% of people are confident that he can beat Donald Trump. Okay. Pete Buttigieg, only 46% of people, which hilariously is the same percent of people who are confident Elizabeth Warren can beat Donald Trump.
1: Interesting. So people like Pete Buttigieg more, but they think Joe Biden has a better chance of beating Donald Trump.
0: Which is the refrain that we've been hearing for a while. Which is sure, you might like this candidate or that candidate, but you got to look at who can beat him.
1: Mm -hmm. And people really
0: seem to think that's Joe Biden. Now, I have a feeling that a lot of people who say that are people who like Joe Biden. (laughs) Um, But it is is still very much a point. So, but, yeah, it's very strange. And I think it sort of shows that people aren't really buying into that strategy, that voting strategy.
1: Yeah, that's...
0: Like, it makes sense. People want to vote for the people that they agree with the most rather than
1: the people they hope
0: having to vote strategically.
1: That's interesting. Is it? Honestly, I think it's a lead he can keep. I think it's a lead he can maintain. I think so. At least over Joe Biden, because Joe Biden losing steam. Yeah. So it's going against what I've been saying, but I'm going from pessimistic to optimistic. Um.
0: So, to touch on Joe Biden losing steam, it's a great segue into one of the other questions from the poll mm-hmm. that I want to talk about, which is, is this person too liberal or too conservative? Which has, yeah.
1: again, four
0: options. Too okay. liberal, about right, too conservative. Not sure. Uh-huh. Joseph Biden. His about right score... Is, people said he was about right, is at 55%. Okay. Which is down 15 points from the last time that question was asked in this oh. as
1: poll well in March.
0: And his two conservative score is up. Went up 14 points. <sighs> which is...
1: What's, what's, what's Pete's? Pete
0: Buttigieg has a 63% about right.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Um,
0: just for the context of the other two front runners, Bernie Sanders has 53% too liberal, 37% uh, about right. His too liberal score is up nine points. His about right is down 11. Elizabeth Warren's too liberal is 38%, which is up 15, and her about right is 48, down six. Interesting. So people are starting to, like, are still sort of learning things about the candidates and figuring them them out yeah very clearly i wonder very clearly i wonder if that change in elizabeth warren's score is from is due at least in part to her releasing her health care plan
1: perhaps it might be because Um, now people can
0: like not people have concrete not not that i really think the average island is out reading the entirety of elizabeth warren's But now people are seeing coverage on it with exact details about it.
1: Mm -hmm. As
0: opposed to speculation and the manuscript phrases that she
1: gave us. So now they have something exact to point at. Yeah. They can decide one way or the other.
0: Yeah, for certain. I mean, I was in February. It is November.
1: That's soon.
0: Yeah. So, if... This jump here wow. is not some sort of outlier?
1: Yeah, we'll just have to wait for whatever the next poll to come out is in yeah. Iowa. And because everyone's gonna be watching that next poll.
0: Because in the past, Iowa has been up until today, Iowa had been pretty close and it was sort of Joe Biden had fallen back to fourth, but it was sort of it was um Pete and Warren and Bernie all sort of very tightly close together.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And now this is showing an entirely different dynamic. Okay. I, I want to talk about one more question. The favorability ratings, is, which are very
1: interesting. What, it, What? explain the favorability ratings? So a
0: favorability rating is how, not whether you want to vote for this person or not, but how, just generally how favorable you are to that person, how much you like them or dislike them. Okay. So it's split into... Very fave, mostly fave, mostly unfave, very unfave, and then I've totaled it into total favorable, total favorable, very, and then total unfavorable. Now, Pete Buttigieg, in continuing with the trend of this poll, his favorite, his total favorable is at seventy two percent.
1: Nice.
0: Very solid. Joe Biden, who's been like trying to per- portray himself as like America's uncle, people mm-hmm. like him, generally favorable. It's only at sixty four percent.
1: That's a lot less.
0: And Elizabeth Warren, who's like pretty divisive, left wing, but on, but slightly less left wing than Bernie Sanders, seventy uh-huh. percent favorable.
1: I mean, interesting. <laughs> and
0: Bernie Sanders is at sixty one. So Hats. this poll is really making, juicy. <laughs> this poll is really making it seem like. We have our sort of top two.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: Pete did and Elizabeth Warren. Oh, it's a
1: juicy poll.
0: The bottom two of Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders.
1: And then everyone else.
0: And then everyone else. Who we would talk about, but...
1: Mm, everyone else. We've talked yeah. about them for the last couple of
0: times. Of course. This is just Iowa.
1: And it's just one poll. It's
0: just one poll but and just Iowa. Wow. And so New, Ham- New Hampshire polls look... In, and have looked fairly similar to what Iowa looked like before this. South Carolina has looked entirely different. Joe Biden has tended to have a lot more support in South Carolina. That makes sense. makes sense. <laughs> but, as we, just, as we touched on last week, once you start getting actual results of caucuses and primaries, things really start to shake up. Mm-hmm. That is the conclusion of our first... Hyper data driven.
1: That was condition. a lot of data, but I was into it.
0: Maya, I have, have segment.
1: my segment in which I have no data. <laughs> Outstanding. So, I have for you just one, two truths in a lot today. We've been running a little over, so I cut it down. Oh, um, so we're
0: tired, guys. Yes. <laughs> it's week nine. It's
1: week nine. Um, okay, I so. Have two
0: finals on next Monday. <laughs>
1: Sucks for you (laughs) Anyhow I have First After being left Off of the MSNBC polling Graphics for what he claims to be The 15th time Andrew Yang (laughs) mobilized The quote Yang gang um, Which is what he calls his Followers (laughs) um, to protest Outside the MSNBC building Until a new graphic was made Um were they successful? Yes. There was a new graphic. Read,
0: but Rachel Maddow, frantically, <laughs> in Adobe InDesign and in editing. <laughs> no, because,
1: because she Andrew makes her, Yang, She makes her own graphics. Of course she does. Um, Andrew Yang has been polling at 3%, and their polling graphic went down to 1%, but Andrew Yang was not on the graphic. Ooh. Um, which the is... the 15th time? Th- th- according to him. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was the 15th time, but it was... Multiple times. Uh, I did not go and count every time. Next, that makes me suspicious. Senator Elizabeth Warren has been attacking the private equity industry, um, and the private equity industry has taken more of an offensive stance against her, and has started to defend itself using the model of the Popeyes chicken sandwich, and its widespread success.
0: Did the Popeyes chicken sandwich have widespread success?
1: I mean, it was an internet phenomenon for a while.
0: But is that widespread success? How is Elizabeth Warren like the Popeye's chicken sandwich? I've
1: okay, got nothing for you.
0: You can't just shrug your arms at me.
1: Earlier this week...
0: <laughs> You're the one who brings these stories up.
1: My final story for you. Earlier this week, Fox News anchor Harris Faulkner reported that Senator Cory Booker had in fact dropped out of the presidential race. Mm. She later realized her mistake and corrected herself, but Cory Booker was less than thrilled.
0: Yeah, I would imagine I would imagine so. Ooh, this is as always tough. There's two truths here.
1: There are two truths. Okay.
0: So here's the thing. I, because I'm a good twenty twenty reporter, mm-hmm. follow a lot of twenty twenty candidates. On Twitter. Okay. And I did not... Admittedly, my last week was a little busy. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't on Twitter as much. Okay. sad. sad. Um, but I feel like I would have caught this. Which now. this? Uh, the story about Cory Booker. Okay. Now, I feel like I say that every week when I make my guess. <laughs> but this time, I do genuinely feel like I would have called this, because the other two, I don't pay as much attention to Andrew Yang, mm-hmm. so like I like wouldn't be surprised if I missed that story.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Elizabeth Warren, she puts so much stuff on her social medias, I feel like I've seen something about private equity, but also I can't be sure. And I don't know, comparing someone to a Popeye chicken sandwich sounds like exactly the kind of thing... A private, private equity firm... Well, they didn't
1: compare anyone to a Popeye's chicken sandwich. I thought you said they compared it to the Popeye's chicken sandwich. No, they're defending it themselves, and they're... Hold on.
0: I've drastically misunderstood this. Explain yourself again.
1: Okay, so the private equity industry is defending itself, and it's like successful business model, with the success of the Popeye's chicken sandwich.
0: What? <laughs> Wait. What? Hold on. What? Despite this bombshell revelation (laughs) that Maya's bad at explaining things, I'm going to maintain my original guess, which is I don't think Harris Jackson accidentally reported that Cory Booker dropped out. Harris Faulkner.
1: Whoops. I hate to break it to you, but actually I love it because it gives me so (laughs) much joy to fool you. Um, That happened. That's like Uh, she corrected herself not long after.
0: But that's really funny. Yeah,
1: <laughs> she corrected herself not long after. But that happened. That's
0: really bad. Yes, but it that's is. So funny. Yes, it is. I love journalism. I mean, I hate journalism, but I love journalism. All right.
1: What's your second you second guess?
0: Okay, my second guess is gonna be the Popeye thing.
1: No, that's also true.
0: Okay, I, I need I needed to get that wrong so that I could force you to provide.
1: Contact. Yes, I will. Well, but first I will correct the incorrect statement. Which is that Andrew Yang was, in fact, left off an MSNBC graphic for what he claimed to be the 15th time. Um, the Yang gang was upset about it. But he did not mobilize them to protest outside of MSNBC's headquarters. And I do not think a new graphic was made. I think sense. they apologized, but I don't think a new graphic was made.
0: That makes sense. That would be pretty wild if, a, like, a presidential candidate...
1: Yeah, I thought that was pretty obvious, honestly.
0: I was about to say, that would be pretty wild if a presidential candidate told people, told his supporters to protest a news organization. But then I remembered um, the entirety of the 2016 election. <laughs> So maybe I'm just like cynical, Maya. Uh,
1: you might be. I'm like
0: quirky. Stop that.
1: <laughs> Anyhow, so I don't fully understand private equity, but
0: explain as best you can the gist of their comment.
1: Really? Okay. So Popeyes is backed by private equity, right. um, and so sense. because Elizabeth Warren is attacking private equity, they would be. They're saying basically that like these. Wide, uh, widespread successes like the Popeye's chicken sandwich wouldn't be possible without private equity. I think. That, it's a big ol' I think. If you want to read like the in-depth of the Politico, put an article about it.
0: That is an interesting argument. I feel like is backed by some sort of logical fallacy.
1: Perhaps. But it's an interesting argument. Well, right? on that, we will leave you. Goodbye. So. Yeah.
0: Bye. (laughs)